Hello everyone, and welcome to ReVGM, a podcast about video game music that has been rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade. And I am your host, Martyrus. I hope everyone out there had a safe and wonderful time with Halloween this past Tuesday. Whether it's passing out candy or getting candy in your neighborhood, at a mall, or at a local event. But now November is here, and that means there is about two months left in the year of 2023. But I'm also realizing that in a few weeks, it'll be the 100th episode. I'll uh, talk a little bit more about that towards the end of this episode. For this week's episode, we're going to be celebrating Japanese Culture Day, which happens on November 3rd. In Japan, translated as Bunka no Hai. Japanese Culture Day, or Culture Day, dates back to November 3rd, 1948, to commemorate Japan's post-war constitution announcement after World War II. But this date goes back further to 1868, in honor of Emperor Meiji's birthday, then known as Tencho Setsu. Several years after his death in 1927, it was celebrated as a holiday, later known as Meiji Setsu. Sadly, few remember why it's celebrated in the first place, but it's still honored to celebrate Japanese culture. In fact, Culture Day coincides with Education and Culture Week, which starts in the first week of November. Many celebrations are held throughout Japan to promote this particular day. The most prominent of them is the Order of Culture. It is a ceremony that is held at the Imperial Palace, and it is there that the Emperor of Japan decorates those who have contributed to the advancement and development of Japanese culture. And if you're wondering, yes, that does include video games, so to speak. Back in 1992, Masaru Ibuka, the co-founder, president, and chair of Sony Corporation, was decorated with the Order of Culture. So, for episode 95, we're going to be playing tracks from video games that express the Japanese culture in some fashion. Our first original track is from the game Okami, developed by Clover Studio and published by Capcom. It was originally on the Sony PlayStation 2, later ported to the Nintendo Wii, and later remade as Okami HD for the PlayStation 3 and 4, Nintendo Switch, and Microsoft Windows and Xbox One. Our first original track is titled Prologue, composed by Masumi Ueda for Clover Studio. That was Prologue, 
composed by Masumi Ueda for Clover Studio, from the game Okami. Okami is an action-adventure game that combines Japanese mythology and folklore. Set in Nippon, known as Japan, the land is cursed by Orochi, an eight-headed demon that was sealed away in a cave by Nagi, a swordsman, and Shiranui, a white wolf. You'll play as Okami Amaterasu, a Shinto sun goddess that takes the form of the reincarnated Shiranui. Sakuya, a wood sprite and guardian of a village, has awakened Amaterasu to remove the curse from the lands. You'll complete quests, side quests, and small activities to earn praise, which can be used to raise stats and increase the number of ink wells. Now, these ink wells are what allow you to use celestial brush techniques in combat, in puzzles, and for general gameplay. These brush techniques are learned by completing the constellations that are inspired by the Chinese zodiac. Okami was originally built to depict lots of nature, but there were many more ideas submitted by those within the studio, which is what led to its final development. The artwork that is seen in this game is inspired by Japanese watercolor and wood carving arts by the Yukioi style. A very good example of the style is the works of Katsushika Hokusai. There were originally plans to use photorealistic 3D style, but because of the limitations of the PlayStation 2 hardware at the time, they changed it to a colorful Sumi-E style. And this Sumi-E style is what led to the idea of the celestial brush. As quoted by Atsushi Inaba, the CEO of Clover at the time, wouldn't it be great if we could somehow get the player involved and participate in this artwork instead of just watching it? Have I played this game? I confess no, but you know, I need to make up for that since I can now get it on Steam and on the Switch. And honestly, the music for this game is beautiful. So much so that in 2007, it won the best score from the BAFTA Video Game Awards. So while I consider emptying my wallet for this particular game, let's play our first inspired track. This is a remix of the prologue, remixed by Sign Skeller.
was the remix of Prologue, remixed by Sign Skeller. This remix is awesome, turning a one-minute track into four minutes that can be best experienced with headphones. It does start off with the original melody, but then the drums and bass, the synthesizers, and distorted sounds come in to add to it. As you're listening to these added sounds, it feels like your brains are firing on all pistons. But towards the end of the track, the instruments fall back, and the main melody comes back into the foreground. It certainly feels like a mental ride, starting off with a meditative state, getting into a hyperactive state in the middle, and then bringing you back down into a meditative state. This track also puts me in the mind of a cyberpunk setting, as if I was walking through a section of the city of Neo-Tokyo, where tradition meets technology, and it's all mixed well together into an aesthetic, pleasing piece of art. Now, as for our musician here, Sign Skeller, it looks like on his YouTube channel he's done a variety of remixes for video games and music. So you can be sure that in the future, I'll feature more of Sign Skeller's work. Let's continue with our look at Japanese culture with our second original track from the game Ghost of Tsushima, developed by Sucker Punch Productions and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the Sony PlayStation 4 and 5. This is The Way of the Ghost, composed by Ilan Eshkari.
that was The Way of the Ghost, composed by Ilan Eshkeri from the game Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is an open-world action-adventure game that takes place on the island of Tsushima during the first Mongol invasion of Japan. You'll play as Jin Sakai, a local samurai who was part of a failed invasion to repel the Mongol invasion. After being nursed back to health by Yuna, a local thief, he travels through the southern portion of Tsushima to gain allies, disrupt Mongol activities, and liberate villages in an effort to rescue his uncle Shimura. After retaking Castle Shimura and rescuing his uncle, Jin travels through the rest of Tsushima in an effort to take down Kutan Khan, the leader of the Mongol invasion. Now, the game as a whole is based on an actual historical event. You see, in 1274, the Mongols first invaded Tsushima Island. Members of Sucker Punch traveled to Tsushima Island for a guided tour with a historian, visiting twice, summer, and November. While the original Mongols were foiled by a hurricane, this was acknowledged with a storm wind design engraved on Jin's katana. Now, the Nagasaki Prefecture, of which Tsushima Island is a part of, used the game to promote tourism in the island. And in September 2020, fans of the game helped raise money for a Tori gate that was damaged by a typhoon. I have definitely played this game quite a lot, actually, completing roughly half of it. I enjoyed riding on horseback within the countrysides and rice fields and through the forests. I also enjoyed going to certain areas in the game where you'd sit down and compose a haiku poem. The combat in the game is pretty good too, using various sword techniques and items to dwarf your opponents. In fact, at times it felt like I was in a samurai movie, where I was facing against a mob of enemies, and after some fancy footwork and swordplay, it felt very satisfying to sheath my blade among the defeated mob. I should go back and finish the game. In the meantime, let's listen to our next inspired track. This is Ghost of Tsushima OST, the Way of the Ghost Epic Ambient Instrumental Eru cover, covered by Elliot Tordo.
That was an epic ambient instrumental Eru cover of The Way of the Ghost, covered by Elliot Tordeaux. This is an interesting cover, considering the fact that an Asian instrument was used. The Eru is a Chinese stringed instrument that consists of two strings and a bow. Normally it's played sitting down, but thanks to a belt clip, it can be played standing up. The sound box has a stretched python skin, which is how it gets its distinctive sound. It sounds beautiful, and Elliot Tordo does a wonderful job of it. Speaking of which, Elliot Tordo himself is a musician, a sound engineer, and composer from France. In addition to the Eru, he also plays the piano. He's done many covers and original music, and has also composed for several video games himself. Total War, Warhammer 3, Dungeons of Dreadrock, and recently Bushiden on Steam, which has yet to be released. If you enjoyed listening to Eric play on the Eru, then I strongly suggest you go to his YouTube channel and check him out on various other platforms where he's available. Let's go ahead to our final original track. Coming from the game Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag FE, developed by Altus and published by Nintendo for Nintendo's Wii U and Switch. This is Give Me in the instrumental version, composed by Yoshiaki Fujisawa. That was the instrumental version of Give Me, 
composed by Yoshiaki Fujisawa from the game Tokyo Mirage Sessions Hashtag FE. Tokyo Mirage Sessions Hashtag FE is a turn-based role-playing game that's set in modern Tokyo. This game features real-life locations such as Shibuya and Harakuju. There are beings called mirages that are attracted to this form of energy called Performa, which according to the game allows humans to pursue their dreams. However, there are evil mirages that are trying to gather this energy to resurrect the shadow dragon Medeus. There are a group of teenagers that partner with friendly mirages to become master mirages and battle these hostile mirages in turn. Now, the game has been described to be a cross between Shin Megami Tensai and Fire Emblem. In addition to the real life, you'll be exploring another realm called the Idolospheres. These are ultimate dimensions where the enemy mirages are. Now, the friendly mirages that you partner with, they're actually based on the characters from Fire Emblem. Several examples are Krom, Virion, Tarja, Kaida, Kane, Draga, and Naver. While I've personally not played a Fire Emblem game, yeah, I know, shame on me. I've certainly played a game from the Shin Megami Tensai series, so I am certainly interested in this one. Now, for those of you who have played the game, I'm fairly certain that some of you must have been trying to sing the lyrics to this track. In fact, there is a vocal version of this track, sung by the characters Kiria Kurono and Subasa Oribe. Unfortunately, I couldn't find any remix or cover of this vocal track. Perhaps uh, someone out there listening to this episode could consider doing a vocal cover of this track. In the meantime, let's listen to our final inspired track, a remix cover of the instrumental Give Me, remixed by Vetrom.
And that was a remix cover version of the instrumental Give Me, remixed by Vetrom. As much as I enjoyed the original track, I definitely enjoyed this cover remix even more. And Vetrom certainly does not disappoint, as I featured him in previous episodes, uh, specifically 27 and 72. Most recently on his YouTube channel, he's been doing a lot of remixes and covers of Genshin Impact for the recent update 4.2. So I strongly suggest you go check him out there. Well, that about does it for this week's episode of Japanese Culture. Bunka no hi. I certainly enjoyed doing this episode, and perhaps I'll have to do another episode of Japanese Culture as well, featuring more video games. And my expressed thanks and gratitude to everyone who listened, new and returning. Be sure to visit my website, re-vgm.com. There you'll find all the episodes that have been done, each with show notes, a track listing, and a YouTube playlist. You'll also see another page called Remix Info, which has a list of all the cover and remix artists featured. There you'll find links to their personal and business websites, their social media platforms, any of their works on such places as Bandcamp and SoundCloud, and their support pages such as Patreon and Coffee. If you enjoyed these musicians, then I strongly suggest you visit and follow their pages, see their YouTube channels and subscribe to them, add their music to your playlist, donate to any of their support pages, and buy any of their albums and merch. Another page of interest is Staff News, which has links to news articles related to video game music. Page updates as I find them. Since you're listening to this episode, why not consider subscribing to the podcast? You'll find it on many streaming services. Some of the major ones are Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeart, and Audible. You'll also find it on other streaming services such as Podbean, Podcast Index, TuneIn, Deezer, Podchaser, and Good Pods. You can also find this podcast on TerraPlayer, currently available online on terraplayer.com or through Amazon Alexa. Finally, you can follow me on Instagram and Twix at re underscore VGM. You can DM me through either of those platforms with a topic to suggest or discuss, a track to hear on the show, or a cover or remix artist to consider. Then again, if you yourself are such an artist, perhaps you'd like to be featured on the show. In addition to our regular episodes, there's also On Stage Now and At The Listening Lounge. Again, my thanks and appreciation to everyone, new and returning, for visiting a website, subscribing to the podcast, and following me on social media. As I stated at the top of the episode, I am approaching 100 episodes, and I've been trying to rack my brain now for several weeks trying to figure out how best to celebrate this 100th episode landmark. I could take a page from my podcast brother Rage Cage, the owner and proprietor of VG Emporium, where he's taking requests from his customers about their favorite tracks from certain episodes. Some will submit their recorded messages of testimonials and congratulations. So from this, this is what I'm thinking of doing for this podcast. Submit your favorite things about the podcast in general, or anything specific at all. It can be a particular topic for an episode, a certain track that was played, 
or a cover or remix artist that was featured. For any cover or remix artists that are listening, you can submit a favorite track that you heard, either of your own or of someone else's. All written and recorded messages will be read and played on the episode. As for deadline, I'm looking at November 25th, the weekend of Thanksgiving. This gives me enough time to put it all together and record it properly. I have to admit, I am pretty nervous about this because I don't want to disappoint anyone, but I will do my best. We're going to close out this episode with one more track. This is the theme of Inazuma from Genshin Impact, originally composed by Yuping Chen and Hoyomix, and it is done in the style of Ghost of Tsushima by Farabi Hassan Music. I'm your host, Murderous. And this is ReVGM, a podcast about video game music that has been rearranged, reorchestrated, and remade. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone, and be safe out there.